Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Joseph Selby with us. His book, his latest book, Breakthrough, The Limits of the Brain. And uh, one of his earlier books is called The Physics of God as well. What is the difference between, as we talked about brain and mind, but the, you, you've talked about the superconsciousness awareness. What is that, Joseph? Well, all of us have the potential to be aware beyond the limits of the physical body and brain. Mm-hmm. So the awareness we have that is limited by that we call conscious awareness. But consciousness awareness is just a part of a much greater superconscious that we are heirs to. That's really more who we are than experience we have of, of brain and body. Why is meditation so important to the mind? Meditation is the key if you would like to rewire your brain for superconscious experience, to rewire your brain to, to break through the limits that we have inadvertently created. So from childhood to adulthood and beyond, we have created all these uh, neural circuits that put us on autopilot, but more to the point, they put us on an autopilot that keeps us focused on brain and body and not to anything more subtle, not to anything beyond that. So meditation is the way to create new neural circuits that support subtle awareness. The more you meditate, the more the autopilot calms down, the typical reactions, stress reactions, emotional reactions to situations calm down. And as you get really quiet and really focused, you start to experience things that are beyond physical. And they're, they're wonderful, they're healing, they're energizing, they're calming. This is your higher self. This is spirit coming through to you as as, uh, a part of that 
consciousness a part of that being? But you can't experience it if you can't get the mind to quiet, because otherwise you're just dazzled. It's like a continuous fireworks show going on in your mind that keeps you entranced. But when you calm that, what you find is a, a rich, wonderful reality within you. Where does spirituality fit into this, if at all? Well, spirituality is defined by many people in many ways. I would call spirituality a desire to personally experience. Where religion, you're asked to take on beliefs and to actually sort of uh, continue to express your, uh, your allegiance to those beliefs through rituals and uh, but it's not experiential. Where spirituality is, the heart of spirituality is to say, go do something to transcend your limits, whether it be meditation or prayer or chanting or hiking in the woods by yourself or long, deep seclusions. Do something where you actually prove to yourself the presence of something greater. Now, my, in my experience, that presence includes an intelligence and a, a divine presence that I can commune with. Other people don't necessarily have that same experience, but I think it's possible to anyone. But all of that is what I would say is spirituality. Is prove it to yourself. Meditate, experience the presence, experience God yourself, it's not, it shouldn't be a belief system. A belief system is a good guide, but until you put those beliefs to the test, they don't really do you the kind of uh, good that they could. Joseph, does the brain have limits? The brain really is very limited. The brain is just simply uh, neurons firing. What we get out of the brain goes across the sort of uh, uh, intangible border between our physical world and the non-physical energy world that is the heavens. And that is where our mind and thoughts and feelings uh, exist. So the brain is really just almost like a switchboard. It doesn't do much more than stimulate thoughts or uh, transfer sensory data across that intangible border, so that the mind, the intelligent mind, can turn it into uh, our, the experience that we have. Joseph, if you brought five people into a room, you're going to have five different personalities, five different people who like, dislike certain things. What creates that? I mean, you look at the physical body. Is it the brain itself that creates that personality, or is there something else there that does that? I think our personality is very much non-local. I don't think it has much to do with the brain at all. Um, and if you believe in reincarnation, as I do, you bring your personality or the seeds of a personality with you from one life to the next, and you evolve and change that personality life after life as you learn lessons, learn to love, learn to grow, learn to become more aware of your, your higher nature. But uh, the, the brain has very little, really, to do with much that we do. Um, 
except for its power to have these neural circuits make our life more and more automatic. Now, that's good news that it's automatic, because if you had to think through tying your shoes every time you tied your shoes, you would get very little done in any given day. So having neural circuits that automatically, you know, sort of get your fingers moving in the right way and tie the loop and you're done is of, you know, paramount importance. Otherwise, it really couldn't function. But then they take over. Then we have other circuits that have to do with our um, triggering our emotions. Now, our emotions are not happening in the brain, but they're triggered by the brain. And thoughts are not happening in the brain, but they're triggered by the brain or can be. And that automatic pilot sequential firing of neural circuit after neural circuit can become just, we become driven by it. And in many ways, being stressed is not being able to get away from a, uh, an unhealthy series of circuits that keep firing and keep stressing us until we become ill and take on many, many different diseases. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Where, Joseph, does God fit into the equation? Is God merely... A figment of the mind, or is it something much broader? Is it what it really is, God? Well, God is one of those loaded words for people. Um, people brought up in various Christian teachings are often leave them because they can't quite reconcile this notion of a judgmental God whom they have to please. And I think that's just a very unfortunate misunderstanding of deeper spiritual teachings. And that, and that, not that God is judging us, it's that God knows us. God is as intelligent by a factor of infinity as we are, and understands us better than we understand us. And then at the same time, He is us. We are God, God is us. There is no separation. We just don't at this point in time, fully know who and what we really are. So the the way in which we grow, like doing meditation, Mm -hmm. other things, is to know that more and more fully. Do we develop our conscious mind, or is it something we're born with? We're born with it. I think that consciousness, not only is it not uh, generated by the brain, it is infinite, it is intelligent, it is all-pervasive, and we are always conscious in in a very real sense. It's just the degree to which we are aware of our consciousness, that potential for super consciousness, varies from from person to person, life to life, but the given, the connection between it all is intelligent consciousness. It's an interesting. Let's get back to that holographic projection of the universe, which you've talked about as well. Does that mean none of this is real? It's just as real as it has always been. Um, it's just the the implication, the the deepest implication, is that the universe that we live in wasn't just started at the Big Bang moment and then evolved on its own according to natural laws inherent to that creation, but rather the holographic projection notion is that the, the entire universe is continuously created, and that if for any reason, which I don't know there are any, but if for any reason that holographic projection mechanism was to stop, the universe would simply vanish. It has no enduring reality of its own, but it has the reality that it always has, which is it's full of energy, it has matter, it obeys all the natural laws that 
uh, we know of. But according to M-theory, those natural laws originate in the infinite, nearly infinite energy realms that sustains the universe in the first place. How would you exercise your brain, your mind, to make it even better than it is? Concentration. Learn to concentrate. That's probably the most um, significant thing you can do to... Not so much that you make yourself more intelligent, but that, I, that you can direct your intelligence. You can direct your intelligent mind with more thoroughness. There's various studies have been said that most people don't uh, focus on anything longer than like seven seconds. So we're just jumping from one thing, one thing, one thing to, to the other. And I think that's what makes mental fatigue, it makes people un, non-productive, uh, it's not very healthy. If you can learn to concentrate, which meditation does extremely well, then you can control that intelligent, native intelligence you have to be extremely creative, to be extremely productive. And by doing that, you keep your mind very, very clear and sharp. What creates emotion, Joseph? Well, it's interesting. For all the decades that psychology has been studying the human condition, they clearly know that emotion is a, a, a big driver of human behavior, but they've never actually been able to locate anywhere in the physical body or brain where emotion actually originates. And what... Um, the mystics tell us is that emotions are movements of life force in our, our subtle body, in our hologram, if you will. So we have our holographic projection, physical body, and then we have our energy hologram. And it's the energy hologram, or the astral body, as it's also called in spiritual teachings, in which that life force moves. So when life force moves Upward, we feel better. When it moves downward, we lose energy, enthusiasm, we feel down. Uh, when it bursts in our heart, we feel thrilled or excited or deeply loved. And all of this is happening in our subtle body, which is, because it's the template for, because it's the hologram for our physical body, is they're in, impenetrably connected. There, there is no real separation between physical body and subtle body. So when we have a, when we feel a movement of life force moving in our astral body, it's as a real a feeling as sensory, as touch, as smell, as sight. But it, but it has nothing to do. It doesn't originate in the physical body at all. That's fascinating. The, the, the whole process is fascinating. Is there a mystical aspect to this? Well, I think mysticism is based... I mean, the, the word itself is based in mystery. 
And uh, I think that spiritual experience seems like a mystery until you have it yourself. And then it's right. just as clear as can be, because uh, you know that you're not daft. <laughs> you know that you're not crazy. You know that you are a clear thinker, and yet you've had this uh, undeniable experience. So it's no longer a mystery to you, but to another, what you just experienced might seem mystical. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.